Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now the following is a fourth hand production Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? I'm pretty ready, Will. How are you? Are you? Oh, yeah. How are you? Both of us. I screwed up the intro. (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot. That's fine. We're back into the main feed now, baby, with these extra episodes. Yeah. I got something stuck in my throat tonight, man. I cannot get it out. It's driving me crazy. You should have a drink. What are you drinking to get it out of your throat? I have a uh, Voodoo Ranger by New Belgium. This is the Juicy Haze IPA. Ooh, I've had that one. I like that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. I Typically, I don't like juicies, but it's pretty good. What are you having? I heard you just crack one. Yes, sir. Good old cream ale. My goodness. <laughs> you probably keep that company in business. I think I'm the only one that buys a cream ale in this town. Really? Actually, I know one other guy. For sure, one other guy. I don't... Uh, I, Jenny's fine. Jenny Light's fine. I'll settle for Jenny Light over regular Jenny, but gotta have the cream ale. Yeah, is it local? Uh, Rochester, New York. Oh, that's right. I think we talked about that before. Because I don't see it anywhere around here. Really? Yeah. It's not in any of your domestics? I don't think so. Hmm. It's beer. I don't look at domestics. It's a beer. What am I, a poor person? (laughs) (laughs) I used to go hard with Miller Lite, dude. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll, dr- I'll drink Miller Lite if it's available. And there's nothing else. I'll drink Miller Lite. I feel like that was the only one out of like Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Lite, all those. The only one that had flavor. <laughs> I I avoid Coors Light. That's that's the last resort. Coors Light. Yeah, we're probably offending people. Yeah, well, Coors Light. Oh my God, <laughs> that's my beer. But maybe once I'm over, because the beer that I started with and the one I drank for quite some time. Natty Light. Rolling Rock. Oh. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Natty Light. No. But isn't that, I think I had a, quite a few of those over the summer. The They're like a pink lemonade one. What? They're pretty damn good. No, Natural Light, dude. The beer. Yeah, I know. But the pink lemonade one is made by... Made by, well, it's a version of Natural Light. They call it Natterdays. What? No, I didn't know anything about that. It's tasty. It's a nice, light, summery beer. I like it. Speaking of summer beers, I had to stop at the store tonight, even though I had some beer in the fridge, because I told my wife, I said, I cannot go on a podcast and say, I'm drinking a Corona. 
Because <laughs> I'm all about the IPAs, dude. But sometimes yeah. I just I get on these kicks where, dude, just I'm telling you what, man, a Corona with a fresh cut lime put in it, it's hard to beat, man. I love them. And that's where the coronavirus came from. Oof. What a freaky thing that is, dude. I was just telling my wife, that is going to be what kills all humans. Not Corona specifically, but a virus like this. It's, I don't, it's not going to be an asteroid. It's not going to be an alien invasion. It's going to be a, a virus that is, spreads too fast before we even know what happens. Yeah, it's going to burn everything up real quick. It's just going to singe through the entire human race. I mean, they say that coronavirus, the symptoms are flu symptoms, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Here we are in wintertime. This is when people get the flu. So you're like, ah, do I have the flu and I might die? Or do I have corona and I will die? <laughs> right. And I just read today that they said you could have you could have it. It could be in your system for up to 14 days and you are contagious for that period of time before you show any symptoms at all. Are you shitting me? Seriously. Two weeks. That, that's exactly how it's going to kill everybody. Yeah, you, you don't you don't know anything about it for two weeks, and you're just spreading it like wild. Think about what you can do in two weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot. Exactly, man. You got to pick up some guy from the airport. Some dude just got back from China. Now the guy you're picking up, he's got corona. You got corona. Then you go to Burger King. You start messing with all the cops or the lids. Then everybody who grabs the lid after you, boom, they're getting corona. Then they're taking it home. They're giving it to their kids. They got corona. Yep. It, it'll spread that quick. Do you ever play Nobody that? Nobody will know. Nobody will know for two weeks. Uh, did I ever play? Plague? Yep. Yeah. That was did such a fun game. Did you see that map? I, I, I really like that game. And there's a map right now. I saw it on, since we're talking about it, I'll share it. But I, I saw it on one of the tech sites that I go to. And they the map looks like Plague Incorporated. There's these big red bubbles, and there's these little death symbols all over China right now. Mm -hmm. There's a spot in L.A., there's a spot in Washington State, there's a spot in Chicago, there's a spot in Toronto. I'm like, oh, shit, it's getting closer. I saw that spot, and I didn't know where it was. Because I, I saw it, it was just like a big blown-out red circle. I'm like, is that Montana? Where, like, where is that? <laughs> it, the map is scary. It's insane, dude, how fragile we are. <laughs> I know. It won't. It came from animals. Oh, did it? I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know where it originated from. Yeah, I think some people are calling it like it's the bat soup. Somebody was eating a bat soup or something like that. I don't think that was it. Did you say bat? Yes, B-A-T, soup. Okay, so they do that there, huh? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Not. I'm not totally leaning on that. They eat some weird stuff over there. I do. I do know that. Right, and the animals are right up against their, they're right in their markets. Mm -hmm. So you go from, you know, checking out the features of this potential dinner in the future, you know, checking it, making sure it's a fine piece of meat, then you're done inspecting that, don't bother washing your hands, and you go over there and start playing with the vegetables, because you want some vegetables with your, your beef or your whatever it might be, your goats. And before you know it, you're gnawing on a tomato because now you're getting hungry. Boom. Animal to you. Crazy. <laughs> That's how it goes. But damn it, if they don't make some damn good beef lo mein. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Well, Chinese food in America is more like 
American cuisine than it is ch- well, that's <laughs> Chinese true. cuisine. That's like American tacos. They're not the same. No. <laughs> what do you mean my Taco Bell doesn't taste like original Mexican? <laughs> you telling me this burrito isn't exactly the same as they eat down there? You got street tacos down there. Just scrape them up. A little gravel in it, you'll be just fine. <laughs> I love tacos. Like real tacos. Yeah. I could go for a taco. I've been thinking about that for a couple of days. We got a, a nice place right next to us. We just tried recently. I mean, we lived here for, shit, I don't know, seven years. And we just, this place has been there the whole time. We just finally went there over the weekend. Oh, dude. The, yeah? I'm t- the, the tacos there were as good as the ones I got in Dallas. And, you know, Texas being so close to Mexico, they had pretty good Mexican food down there. Yeah, yeah. These were just as good. Nice. Yo. Yeah, buddy. Get the carne asada. <laughs> well, should we dive into these SCPs or what? Yeah, we sure should, because uh, we've wasted a lot of time talking about nothing. Yep. It's still going to be a short episode, probably. I'm sure it will. Well, anyway, I guess if you want to hear the origin of the SCPs, you have to dive into that Patreon. But right now, we're going to start bringing the main... No, we're going to start bringing the bonus episodes that were Patreon-exclusive back into the main feed. Because, because why not? It's all for you people. <laughs> exactly. We said, what? we're not just going to give it to the patrons. No. We'll give it to everybody. And then if they want it ad-free, then it can be a patron. For $2 a month. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Not a bad deal. 2 bucks a month, you get, shit, what, 8 episodes ad-free? Well, it would be like 8 to 10. Depending yeah. on how many weeks are in the month and how the weeks fall. Eight to ten episodes ad-free. Yeah. Yeah, why not? We might have to change that price. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. One dollar will get you a shout-out. Yes, sir. And you can even make make a funny name. We'll read out the funny names. Make one that's hard to pronounce and say, I want Elijah to read this one because he can't read. <laughs> I'll give it my best shot. I'd love that idea. It'd be pretty fun, right? So for a dollar a month, you can make us sound like a couple of... Well, make us more more so idiots for <laughs> eight to ten episodes. Yeah, we got a new patron. His name is Seymour uh, Butts. Well, <laughs> Amanda Hug and Kiss. What? <laughs> These are like the G-rated ones. Imagine yeah. the ones that we would get. Oh, boy. Mm. I don't care. I'll read it. I'll try to read it. You know I can't read very well, but I'll give it a shot. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. So we, for this one, we're going to go with SCP-11, which is the Sentient Civil War Memorial Statue. And that object class is safe, which means it's safe, obviously. Well, it's a statue. Where's he going to go? What's he going to do? It is where it is. It does what it does. Yeah, he's just, he just aware. Like, okay, big I'm whoop. I'm a statue. I'm, I'm doing what I do. <laughs> just stand here, birds pooping on his head. <laughs> Safe class SCPs are anomalies that are easily and safely contained. This is often due to the fact that the Foundation has researched the SCP well enough that containment does not require significant resources or that the anomalies require a specific and conscious activation or trigger. 
Classifying an SCP as safe, however, does not mean that handling or activating it does not pose a threat. For a complete list of safe class articles on the site, click here. You got that? Click here on the audio medium. No. If you want to check that out. You can draw uh, it. SCP-wiki.net is where you'll find all the SCPs. Don't tell them that. They're not going to read them themselves and we won't get to read them to them. (laughs) There is so freaking many that we're going to be able to read plenty to them. They can just skip ahead they want honestly why would you want to read it when you could listen to it when we could read it to you yeah you can listen to me stumble over words (laughs) which i do a lot it's it's almost a guarantee within every scp episode i mess up three to five words (laughs) some words are hard yeah english blah (laughs) does that mean you're volunteering for the description for this one (laughs) (laughs) I'll, re- I'll give it, yeah, you, here we go. All right. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Description. SCP-011 is a Civil War memorial statue located in Woodstock, Vermont. The statue is the image of a young male soldier holding a musket at his side and is carved out of granite quarried within the area. Occasionally, SCP-011 has been observed lifting its musket to the sky to fire at birds which attempt to land or defecate on it. That's, <laughs> oh my god. That's what I said, right? This one this one's safe? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's shooting <laughs> uh, what's he shooting out of it? Little rocks? I don't know. Just more statue bits? Like eventually he's gonna shoot all of his bits away. Yeah, they, maybe that's his plan. Maybe he's just trying to go somewhere else. He's just aiming <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> but how do you pull the trigger the last time? Is there a trigger the last time? Whoa. That's like a snake eating its own tail. You just blew the whole thing out of the water. Yeah. Uh, Reports detail that its movements produce soft grinding sounds but do not cause it any structural failure. Oddly, the gunfire is very similar to that of a standard firearm, despite observations that the item only loads granite bullets and granite powder into the musket, which is also unharmed by the firing. What? I, I swear to God, I, I didn't read ahead. <laughs> no. But I made a joke about birds pooping on them. And then I made a joke about them shooting rock bullets. <laughs> there you go. Well, I say jokes. I That's a loose term, clearly. But in spite of its efforts, some fecal matter does manage to strike SCP-011. Oh, no, they didn't. And it has reportedly become distressed... When it has had a large amount of feces on it. (laughs) (laughs) On some rare occasions, even firing at humans. That's messed up. Are the humans pooping on it? (laughs) God, I hope not. They're just flinging turds at him. (laughs) I wonder if he yells at him or he just shoots. He's just shooting granite. He's just all mad. God damn it. There's shit all over me. (laughs) So he can move to fire his gun, but I assume his mouth can move. But he can't leave the the monument itself. His feet must be attached. That's why he can't move. I guess. But he can move all the stuff that's not attached to the base. You know what I mean? I wonder if he has a voice. Gets mad. Starts yelling. Or just shoots. He sounds like uh, the thing from Fantastic Four. <laughs> it's clobbering time. <laughs> <laughs> and the pitches is like... Burr, 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 flying away. 
So here's how we contain this sucker. Item SCP-011 and the area surrounding it are to be cleaned once every day. For safety purposes, cleaning should start at least 30 minutes after sundown. Okay. In the dark? I guess? You shine any light on it? Like, so, well, It can't see you in the dark, apparently. He's like the opposite of a werewolf. <laughs> or the opposite of a vampire. He can only do his, his thing during the day. <laughs> Cleaning should always be performed by at least two personnel who are also advised to note anything unusual about the item or the debris cleaned up. In a situation where the item cannot be cleaned for more than two days, local residents must be contacted and instructed not to approach the item. Also, he just he's just hanging out in Woodstock, Vermont. They like they didn't they didn't unmount him from wherever he's at to go contain him somewhere else. Yeah. That's they true. just left him there. And sometimes he shoots. Yeah, all the other ones, they go to uh, an area. Yeah, some sort of redacted site somewhere. And they said, screw it, that thing's made out of granite. Too heavy. We're not moving this thing. No, stay away. Don't poop on him. <laughs> he sounds really pissy. Like, if he can't get cleaned for more than two days, they're like, yo, stay away. Don't don't get near him. It's, don't, go, don't go near the statue today. No, no, no. So where are we at here? Containment procedures nullified 2004. I don't know what that means. Anyway, the addendum. Those assigned to maintain SCP-011 are to see document number 011-1 for instructions. And I suppose we're about to read that. Yep. Uh, document zero or number 011-1, maintenance brief. Document archive 2004, accessible to personnel with security clearance 2-011 or higher. 2 slash 011 or higher. Additional information. SCP-011's seeming sentence has increased since the first report of activity in 1995. As of 2004, the item's containment procedures have been dropped, but it remains under constant observation. Recorded below are landmark events in its activity. Alright, here we go. So, 3-12-1995. Woodstock resident reports the statue's eyes moving. For a sign of activity. That's creepy as shit, dude. I know. If you just walk by the statue and it's just its eyes look at you. You think you hear its eyes moving? <laughs> I don't know. Like rock on rock? <laughs> just, just rock grinding on rock. I'd freak the fuck out and I'd be done. I'm moving out of Woodstock, Vermont. Nope. Oh, I guess uh, if we have any listeners in Woodstock, Vermont, confirm this statue. How cool would that be? Yeah, go find it, man. Make sure it's clean before you approach. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, approach at a distance first. Uh, go, go from behind him, because can he straight up turn around? I don't know if he can turn around. I don't know. Yeah, sneak up behind him. Shank him. <laughs> not like st- not like stab him, but like, you know, flank him is what I meant. I said shank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shank him, flank him. <laughs> Stank him, tank him. <laughs> Prank him. <laughs> you going to throw a burning pile of poo at him? No burning bag of poo at him he'll get real pissed off then he'll then he'll turn around you know why i'm not going to why because on 9 30 1995 statue shoots musket for the first time <laughs> no then just nine ten days later 10 9 95 statue begins shooting birds from the sky <laughs> what what is this duck dynasty <laughs> it's duck hunt <laughs> <laughs> 
If he misses, a dog laughs at him. Uh, let's see. One twenty-five ninety-six. Registration as SCP-011. Containment procedures begin. Ooh. And uh, 4-14-1997. SCP-011 observed moving casually and looking around. Uh, so he can move. Hmm. I mean, he has to be able to move a little bit if he's shooting or is a gun. It like, just like his upper body just kind of swiveling around? <laughs> like the Tin Man? Five three two thousand. After caretaker redacted, redacted, first and last name redacted, jokingly shouts "Good shot" to SCP-011. The item replies "Thank you" in a reportedly very human voice. First speech from statue. Oh, good. So he can talk. Yeah, he's like, "Thanks, bud." <laughs> can you go pick it up for me? <laughs> I can't walk over there, but can you go get it? Look, I'm going to need some more granite bullets and uh, granite gunpowder. Where do I get uh, those at? <laughs> I'm running out. <laughs> Go down the road, the Flintstones. They own a store down there. 10-22-2001. SCP-011 has conversation with caretaker. Redacted, redacted. Uh, two th- Am I missing something here? Yeah, I don't know what this is. So just after 10-22, it just... It says 2001, shooting of birds stops. Yeah. On February 6, 2002, at the imploring of Redacted Redacted, SCP-011 steps down from its pedestal. Uh-oh, okay. It's uh, shit's getting real now. Why isn't this thing contained in a, like, like a Hannibal prison? Right. Just uh, where he, can you take his gun from him? I don't know if he could lose his gun. I don't know. So sometime between 2003 and 2004, SCP-011 reaches a human level of self-awareness. How is it just like just suddenly becoming aware? How is it not aware before? It knows he's getting shit on by birds. So within a nine-year span, it's now it's now aware. I guess. November 10th, 2004, containment procedures dropped. Custody of SCP-011 transferred to Redacted Redacted. Who the hell has this thing? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, here we go. 5-17-2005. Redacted Redacted reports that SCP-011 is romantically attracted to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're about to, about to make those rock babies. He was uh, rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. 8-29-2006. Most recent psych test reports an IQ of 133. That's a damn smart statue. Yeah. How'd he get there? Did uh, Redacted Redacted teach him how to... Taught him all this stuff or what? Can he hold a pencil? How did he take the test? Did he just... Like, he just like... They asked a question and they filled the bubble in for him, but he was like... like he just like saying the answers. <laughs> a. B. A. <laughs> You're just doing a pattern, aren't you? <laughs> no. B. <laughs> A, <laughs> B, that's definitely A again. <laughs> that's actually the end of that one. So he's just this cool statue shooting at birds and not getting pooped on. Yep. And having a romance with whoever she is. Redactor, redactor, that is. Yeah. The foundation has plenty of doctor redacted, and they conduct their businesses on redactor, redacted, 2000 redacted. Yep. They do not want you to know anything. No. How about a break, my man? Yep. Sounds like a break. Is it about in order? I'm doing pretty good time-wise, too. Yeah, yeah, not bad. And we'll get the second one done, and then this is the, kind of the shorty episode, but we'll get through them. Mm-hmm. 
All right. See you after the break. Welcome back, Elijah. Are you back, Elijah? I'm back. Will, are you back? Yes, I am. Well, I guess you are because you're the one who asked me the question, right? Um, yes. But one one will never know if they truly are back until someone else asks them. And honestly, we're never sure if we're ready to bring on the weird. Because sometimes it just gets so weird. Oh, yeah. Wait till Monday's episode. That one's cool, man. It's so cool and so scary, too. Yeah, there's some scariness to it. But, I mean, if you go down one path, everything's going to be all right. As long as you don't do any kind of the... Some of the crazy craziness. Yep, but we're not going to give away too much to you guys. No, 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 no. You'll find out, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But for now, SCP-057. The Daily Grind. <laughs> That's what it's called? We'll see what that actually means. The object class is safe, just like the statue we just read about, but it turned out, I don't know if the statue's that safe. I don't think the statue's too safe, dude. I don't know who comes up with this idea. Is there a vote? Is there a democracy? I mean, isn't rock harder than lead? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Depends on the rock. I think lead is a fairly soft metal, though. Even though it's dense, I think it's fairly soft. He's just shooting bullets of it. Granite. granite. It's granite. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying because bullets are lead. So I'm saying, like, is a, a granite bullet, is that tougher than a bullet? I don't know. Uh, probably not because it's not as dense. I, I wouldn't think granite would be as dense, right? But either way, it is a projectile. It's a small projectile that could probably pierce skin and do damage. Yeah. I don't want to get shot by it. No. BBs are brass. Right. They hurt. Yeah, they sting. Paintballs are made out of paint. They hurt. (laughs) So uh, getting shot with a grain of bullet? Nope. It's a no for me. Look, you shoot a grain of rice out of a gun, it's going to hurt like hell. Oh, yeah. Forget all that. Anyway, that object should be uh, classified as not safe. In my opinion, but... Maybe a Euclid. Maybe. Because he seems like he's docile enough as long as he doesn't get shit on. But anybody would get a little pissy if they got shit on. Yeah. But they wouldn't just go start shooting random things. We better move on. Yeah. So the description for the Daily Grind, SCP-057. SCP-057 is a subterranean chamber with an approximate cylindrical height of 3 meters and diameter of 18 meters. Artifact is comprised of impenetrable slate-colored stone. Inside the chamber chamber are dozens of parallel-piped monoliths extending from floor to ceiling that slide in various directions while SCP-057 is active. I still have no idea what's going on. Me either. It was discovered several meters below, redacted, on redacted, 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 during the construction of a secure containment enclosure for SCP Redacted. The, uh, we should note the redacted, redacted, redacted is a date. Right. Redacted slash redacted slash redacted. Yeah, because, I mean, it could have been below Chichen Itza on whatever. Some town. Yeah. Uh, consequently, SCP Redacted was assigned an alternate location at Site Redacted. I still have no idea what's going on, and it's probably... The Redacted doesn't help. 
And even if it was clear, I still wouldn't know what's going on. It sounds like an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> it's a, like a subterranean chamber, cylindrical height. Uh, I don't know. Parallel pipe monoliths. That slide in various directions while SCP-057 is active. It sounds like an Indiana Jones movie. Hmm. So is it safe? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, now we're getting sued. <laughs> No, I don't think it was long enough. I don't think we can get sued yet. Oh, it has to be 30 plus seconds? Yeah, I'm a little tone deaf too, so I might have been off pitch. Mm, I don't know. If we accidentally on purpose share that clip on YouTube, they're going to get us. (laughs) You think? No. Yeah? Nah, I don't think so. Nah. Probably not. Hopefully not. You have a John Williams song in your clip. You're going to... John Williams. I'm pretty sure that's the composer for... I know he was the composer for other Spielberg stuff, but I don't know if it was Indiana Jones. Anyway. An entrance to the chamber is located on the northeast side. When a human enters, the door shuts, and the walls inside the chamber move in such a way as to require the subject's constant attention to maintain a safe course through the artifact. Indiana Jones. (laughs) The monoliths slowly open and close until the subject either surrenders or exhausts themselves, at which time SCP-057 crushes them and it reverts to its original, inactive state after a period of approximately 20 seconds. Classified as safe. (laughs) This is classified as safe, ladies and gentlemen. It just crushes them. So you gotta be, you gotta be on your toes in this thing when it's just moving the walls around. It's gonna be like, oh, they're not paying attention. North Korea is safe as long as you're far away. <laughs> Same thing with this thing. It's safe as long as you're far away from it. It'll go in it. <laughs> this process lasts only as long as the subject inside SCP-057 is alive and has proven to take days. So this person could just be kicking it around this artifact for days? What's happening? He didn't find a crystal skull. <laughs> Can you get done? Get to the end of it? It's like a maze? I don't know. Is it? Is that how it goes? Or you just, the thing just, you can't win? <laughs> you can't win, just, you're going to die. It's just a matter of whether you do it sooner or later. You don't find the crystal skull. You do not pass go and collect $200. You Instead, your skull gets crushed. <laughs> just ground up. I mean, I guess if your name is Crystal, it's a crystal skull. That's on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Extended testing proposals to gauge the limits of the artifact have been discouraged. Because you will be crushed to death. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here we go. All tests on animals, machines, and cadavers have proven futile. Only a living, breathing human being is able to initiate this process upon entering SCP-057. Well, I mean, at least it has a conscience. You know, it's not going to hurt the poor animals. Right. And the robots, it knows the robots are going to take over. (laughs) So it's good with that. Yeah, it's like, you know what, I'm not going to hurt the future president of the world like his ancestor or its ancestor these humans i'm gonna crush those suckers (laughs) and somehow it knows when the person is dead you can't just chuck a cadaver in there maybe it senses a heartbeat that's so weird maybe there's some sort of you know electromagnetism a live person puts off that it can detect Ooh, how do we contain this thing well i'm gonna tell you right now site 57 has been constructed to facilitate scp 057 
as relocation is not feasible, obviously. All right, makes sense. It is highly improbable that any outside knowledge of the artifact exists based on the circumstances of its discovery, and thus security is of minimal concern. Um, I, I would think that would be a high concern because you don't want somebody to just stumble in there. Right, and how do they not know? It really depends on where this thing is, but how would the locals not know? Don't go in there. You'll be crushed to death. That's probably what it is. They they just think nobody knows about it because they're not around. <laughs> oh, they've already been crushed. Nobody's around because they, <laughs> they've already been crushed or they know the stories of, yo, don't go in the temple because you're going to die. Unbelievable. <laughs> no containment procedures are required other than the prevention of unauthorized access. All research will be delegated to Dr. Lewis and Dr. Walston unless further specified. Is that the first time we got a doctor name without redacted? Uh, okay. In all of these? Could be. Usually it's, it's just doctor redacted. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Here's a word I'm going to mess up. <laughs> Due to the irretrievability, Woo! irretrievability <laughs> of those placed inside SCP-057, access will be granted with the approval of no fewer than two members of 05. Ooh. Okay. So two people can go in? What happens if two people go in? How, who does the room mess with more? Or does it is it able to mess with both of them at the same time? Whoever's closest to the trap. And then once that person's dead, then <laughs> it's game on. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. You're going to die regardless. Now we have an incident. Incident 057-1. During the excavation of the artifact, a worker employed by the Foundation for the Unearthing Process entered the chamber without permission at roughly... 12.57 a.m. on this date. Redacted, redacted, redacted. Upon entering the artifact, the door shut and a dull rumble began to emanate from the chamber. Standard lockdown procedure was initiated and all personnel in the vicinity were evacuated. A remote-operated vehicle, ROV, was deployed in order to safely determine the cause of the event and to gauge any possible threat of SCP-057. Aside from the rumbling noises... Produced during the event, no anomalous effects outside of the artifact were observed. At 4.32 a.m., so three and a half hours later, of the following day, oh, the following day, so a whole day, not three and a half hours later, but more like 27 and a half hours later. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm getting anyway. Yeah. SCP-057 suddenly shut down and returned to its original state as the door shifted back into its open position. At 5.32 a.m., the area was declared safe and the excavation process was completed without further incident. The worker in question was never recovered. It's like one of those fish that like lays there with its mouth open, waiting for something to enter, and then <laughs> closes until it's ready to eat again, and then it opens up. That's kind of messed up. Like a Venus flytrap, too. Yeah. The human walks in and like tickles the little hairs, and then it closes. <laughs> but it sounds like this thing messes with them first. Just starts moving all the walls around. <laughs> what are you going to do, human? <laughs> I'm just going to wear the human out. I don't get tired. <laughs> and like suddenly <laughs> like the tiles in the floor start to drop. There's just a big old punji pit at the bottom <laughs> with stakes. And you're just hopping from tile to tile until there's one left. One tile left. And then that's it. That's it. Finish him. Oh. You give him the uppercut, he falls down on the punji pit. Yep. Fatality. I hate when that happens. I haven't played those games in so long. 
Did you see any of the fatalities for the newest one when it was coming out late last year? No. Every time they'd come up, I'd watch a new one. And they are... It's Mortal Kombat, so it's it's brutal as F. So my I shouldn't let my kids play it? Probably not. No. Hmm. Even just regular fighting, because they would have the different... They'd show off the moves of this character. They Okay, this character's going to be in it. So they show the moves of that one, and when they... When they get a good hit on somebody, they'd show something breaking. They punch their knee. It, oh. It zooms in, does like a, a section view of the knee, and it shows the knee just breaking. But then that person just falls over and gets back up. Well. It's Mortal Kombat, so. Yeah, you can walk on a knee, a broken knee. Sure. All right. I mean, in video game land, yeah. Scorpion sending his harpoon thing through you. Get over here gets real close and it just shoots through their innards. Johnny Cage over here doing splits, punching Goro in the nuts. <laughs> that was in the movie, right? Yeah, that was the first movie. You know they're remaking the movie. Are they really? Yeah, they're making a new Mortal Kombat. I think, I think it's filming or it'll start filming soon. Is it the same movie? Redone? No, it. well, it's a brand new Mortal Kombat movie. Okay. It's not a third one or a sequel or anything like that. It's. I mean, is it a remake? I guess you can call it a remake. Oh, I love that movie growing up, dude. Even though Goro, they, like, that was they were the, like the worst graphics back then. They were great. You're like, oh shit, he looks real. But now Goro just looks goofy. Yeah, now you look at him, you're like, what the hell? Like, it's like watch like when you watch the uh, old like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer when you're a kid. Oh. You're like, oh, this looks pretty good. And now as a grown up, you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. It's you can. T- it has aged well. It's bad. Unless you like that herky-jerky claymation kind of animation. Was it claymation, though? What was it? I don't think it was stop motion. Poor animation. Maybe. But come on, it was like, what, 40s or 50s or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was long, long, long ago. They should have hired somebody from Disney because even Snow White still looks good to this day. The animation for it, anyway. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to dig back into Disney. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't do Disney yet, did we? No, we just did those weird messages. We're going to have to dig into Disney at some point. I don't know if we would do a whole multiple parts, or we would do Disney something, and then skip a few weeks, and then go back to Disney. Might have to do something like that, because, man, there are a lot of... St- yeah, and I, I don't know if people want to hear Walt Disney back-to-back. To back-to-back. Yeah. It would just have to be a series, a Disney series. Anyway, I mean, we could probably end this one. Yeah. Yeah, we probably could. But now we have to end it the way we would end a regular episode. Tell them about the social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We try to put stuff on all those things periodically. Uh... What else? Oh, the T Public store. Check it out. Yeah, where we have the merch. Tpublic.com slash user slash bring on the weird. That's where you'll find the store. Because I tried tpublic.com slash bring on the weird, and it'll bring up two things, but then we have yeah. two other things in there. I don't know what's up with that. It's the same thing. If you go, if you just go to tpublic.com and search bring on the weird, you get like two things. I don't know why. I don't. It's like the QR code shirt. 
I don't even think you get the normal shirt. I think it might just be the QR code shirt. And isn't the regular logo? But it doesn't actually show shirt. It just shows the logo. No, all I see, I see it on a shirt. The QR code on a t-shirt. But not the regular logo? Mm-mm. Huh, that's weird. So it, so it's best to go to tpublic.com slash user slash bring on the weird. You know what we should do? We should start putting that link in the description of the episodes. Right. Then we could just tell them, click on the link in the episode description. Yeah, we're pretty bad at that. We don't put the links to too much at all in the description. No. I think that's about to change with this one. Yeah, because you guys are getting a public link. I'll put a bunch of links in the uh, the YouTube clip, but really it's just links for just links for where the episode can be found. Like if it's Patreon exclusive, I just stick the link for Patreon. But if it's the other ones, I'll put in Apple, Spotify, and Anchor, I think. Well, if it's a Patreon exclusive, why put the link for Patreon in? Oh, well, it's just a five-minute clip of oh, the Patreon oh, oh, oh. exclusive. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, So, oh, there's another one. We're on YouTube also, if you just want to hear some clips. You can go back and hear clips of all the SCPs that we've done already. Maybe one day we'll work on getting some screens behind us, and maybe we'll post the <laughs> the whole episodes on there. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. Show our faces online? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if people dig dig hard enough, they'll find us. I mean, yeah, we did post our pics on Twitter. Yeah, we did. A long time ago. A while ago. That's, how the gov- that's why the government's after us, because now they know exactly who we are. Yep, facial recognition, because we're on camera now. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon there'll be deep fakes of us, because <laughs> we've done so many episodes. Imagine if somebody did a deep fake of us. Or if they just did an animated version of us. <laughs> Some people do that. Like a cartoon? Yeah. There was a other podcast I listened to. I think We Have Concerns. That's ended now. But somebody would animate them because they would do different characters for whatever they were doing. And they would animate those little segments that they went on a tangent about. They'd be long cartoons for us because we're constantly on tangents. <laughs> like right now. Kind of. Is it a tangent? It's closing. It's not a tangent, I guess. It's closing. I mean, it's right at the end. Most people have probably already clicked off. Yep, because we said, oh, it's over. Nobody listens to the end of an episode. No. No, they don't. We could say whatever we want here. We could say the first person who hears this gets a free sticker. Whoa. I mean, we're not saying that, <laughs> but we could, and we'd probably give out no free stickers because they've already clicked off. That's why we don't put the bumper... At the end, for Fourth Hand Media, which we're now part of. The Area 51, Secret Transmission, Secret Levels. There's a whole bunch of them on there. Blurry Photos. Yeah, man. A bunch of good stuff on there. And like I said in the last episode, Hysteria 51 was what got me started on this. Go check those guys out. Brent, John, Conspiracy Bot. <laughs> that guy's a jerk. Conspiracy Bot. Producer <laughs> Lisa. All of them. All of them. It's a good show. There's a the Facebook group too, Hysteria Nation. Is that invite only? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I th- I think it's a public one because there's like 3,200 people or something in the group. Okay. Well, I guess that's it, right? Yeah, we got nothing else, right? No, not for this one. So, uh, I guess uh, stay weird, world. Yep, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>